Outdoor Entertainment with Sepp Hendrickson on California Sportsman. Ultimate Bass is a production of Sepp's Outdoors Incorporated. Thanks for listening. I'm Bill Carr, editor of Western Outdoor News, and I'm asking for a moment of your time. Western Outdoor News has been around for 57 years and covers most every lake, river, and ocean port that you want to fish, and all the hunting opportunities as they're going on every week, with up-to-date, accurate hunting and fishing information from the field. But more than that, we keep sportsmen and women advised of what's going on politically, about things that impact your life, sports, and your children's outdoor future. Be aware of what's happening in the outdoors. Stay on top of issues and get involved. Experience the rich hunting and fishing heritage we all enjoy. I'm asking you to join the fight and subscribe at a very special rate of $34.95 for 52 issues, less than $1 a copy. Call 1-800-290-2929 between 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. weekdays and mention the code words California Special or go online to onenews.com, W-O-N-E-W-S.com and click the subscribe link. That's onenews.com or call 1-800-290-2929 weekdays and tell them you want the California California special. We're all in this together, and your support and help is appreciated. Outdoor Adventures, the exclusive guide service for the Calusa Indian Community and Calusa Casino Resort, offers full-service fishing and hunting trips for waterfowl, big game, upland game birds, and exciting sport fishing trips. Managed by Casey and Regina Stafford, Outdoor Adventures offers close-to-home, action-packed, guided trips in the North Valley. At Outdoor Adventures, you're always priority one. Whether you're at the 5,000-acre Premier Duck Club, stalking wild hogs or shooting dove, turkey, or pheasant on private ranches, the professional and experienced team at Outdoor Adventures offers the best of the outdoors. Call now to book your adventure, 530-458-8730. Outdoor Adventures and Calusa Casino Resort where the fun never stops. Providing deluxe accommodations, enjoyable entertainment, exceptional dining choices, and fantastic hunting and fishing opportunities. Check them out on the web at hunt-fish-game.com. That's hunt-fish-game.com. Know the best thing on water? You! With friends and family, finding the perfect fishing hole courtesy of your Honda Outboard. With more four-stroke choices than anyone, plus legendary reliability and fuel economy, you know every trip will be a good one. Sporting the full line of Honda Outboards, plus an award-winning service department, your go-to Honda headquarters is Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon. See what they can do for you at gfmarine.com or right off I-80 in Dixon. Gone Fishing Marine and Honda Outboards, never too far from your favorite fishing hole. Guess what, listeners? We have a new supporter that most of you know. Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. You know these guys. They sit right across from Fisherman's Warehouse in Manteca. And they host the annual Costa's Wild Game Feed. If you haven't been there, go. Catering to California's sportsmen. Manteca Trailer has over 400 RVs on sale. That's $15 million in inventory. And there's no better people anywhere. Great sales, great service. Online at MantecaTrailer.com. Mantica. Broadcasting from the Coors Light Studios. Great beer, great responsibility. KHCKAM and HD. KNCI HD3 Sacramento. Sports 1140 KHDK. 
The award-winning California Sportsman is your source for the most current and accurate information on fishing California's lakes, streams, rivers, bays, and ocean. And we'll bring you the latest in hunting and outdoor opportunities, too. Designed for you, the California Sportsman. California Sportsman with Sepp Hendrickson is brought to you in part by Honda Marine, Kingfisher Boats, Gone Fishing Marine, Lawrence Electronics, Scotty Downriggers, and the California Department of Boating and Waterways. And now, to bring you the best of the outdoors, here's the host of California Sportsman, Sepp Hendrickson. Hey, good morning, everybody, and welcome to California Sportsman. It's Saturday, March 4th. Time to grab that cup of coffee, get a grip on the wheel, fluff your pillow, I don't care. Just get ready to enjoy the action, excitement, and outdoor info right here on California Sportsman. Online for today, you got a beautiful Saturday ahead of you. Till later this afternoon. Captain Jay Lopes kicks it off. He's been sturgeon fishing in the Delta and hooking them. Kevin Brock will hook up with us live from the Smith River. Tony Zapolvita has been chasing steelhead all over the state. He'll tell us all about that from the Eureka area. Captain J.D. Ritchie will be talking Delta stripers and conditions and what you might expect and you might be surprised. There's some stripers hitting out there. Captain James Netzel with Tight Lines Guide Services here live in the studio this morning. He's going to share techniques for early season off Color trolling. You know that means vibration and scent and a lot of it. Mike Ogney's got our North, North Coast wrap up and Steve Mitchell with Hooked Up Sport Fishing will join us later on today. Kent Brown's out at the Fred Hall Show in Long Beach. Mark Blanton will be talking to us about the big Sacramento Sports and Boat Show coming up next weekend. Steve Carson, our own senior tuna, will have something live from us from the Fred Hall Show down in Long Beach, too. Travis Morgan live in the studio telling you all about the big sale going on at Guns Fishing and other stuff. You don't want to miss this spring six-hour sale coming up. And James Stone will hook up with us live on the water from Lake Shasta. That's right. He's chasing trout up there. So let's quit wasting time and let's head out to probably the Martinez Marina about now and climb on board with Right Hook Sport Fishing. The young gun, Captain Jay Lopes, hooks up with us now. Good morning, Jay. Good morning, Sam. Tell me about it, buddy. What's it been like out there on the big water? Well, we, we've been out every day this week, and uh weather's been absolutely beautiful. I mean, you can't get better conditions. No wind. I mean, just greasy, calm waters. And uh, But the fishing was kind of kind of off this week. Uh, we, we were, we're still fortunate that we're holding our streak. We're getting one to two keepers per day. Mostly, you know, for the most part, we're getting one per day. Um, we're still not getting a lot of bites for whatever reason, uh, but we are, are are getting that token fish, uh, you know, at some point in the day. So I'm happy with that, and uh, we're kind of looking around. You know, we keep on searching, and these fish are still just spread out all over the place. But uh, we've been we've been sticking and staying around the mothball fleet area. That's been the most consistent, and uh, like I say, we, we seem to be getting that one fish every day, which you can't complain, but. We're just not getting the amount of bites that we'd like to see for uh, the kind of conditions we have right now. Well, you got a lot bigger river out there that you're fishing, no question about that. Deeper waters, and it's certainly spread out a lot wider than usual. You know, I'm flipping through your Facebook pages right now. You talk about uh, one or two fish a trip. I remember it used to be one or two fish a year that people used to catch. You got a picture here just from uh, March 24th. You got like five sturgeon there for five guys on board. Then you got that smiling young lady this week. There's no shortage of fish out there, and good captains like this will get you into the action in these tough situations. But, Jay, what's going to happen as this water continues to come on down and starts to clear and drop a little bit? You know what? That's exactly-
exactly what we're seeing. You know, the, the river flows are actually, you know, there's, everything's backing off a little bit, and all the runoff down here is kind of going away. So it's starting to shape up down here. So, um, you know, we just need this water temp to warm up, and it's warming up every day. You know, these days are getting longer and longer every day. The water's off color. It's warmer. We've been saying this every week. And now we're just waiting for the fish to group up. I'm seeing a lot of fish kind of in, uh, in transition right now. I see a lot of fish up in the water column. So, um, and that tells me that they're just on the mood to, to feed. And for whatever reason, they could be biting at night. They could be doing something goofy. But it seems like when we do find the right marks that we want to catch, you know, we're looking around. And if anyone's fished with me, we spend a lot of time driving around looking for the right meter marks in the bottom before we catch it. Because even this week, it happened probably three times. We, uh, we set up on a group of fish, and we had a fish on in the first five minutes. So uh, if we can find the right marks, I'm pretty confident we can get them to bite. It's just finding the ones on the bottom because it's not like all the fish are on the bottom feeding right now. A lot of them are still up, and they're just kind of milling around. And that's all going to change. You know, it could be just a matter of day. It could just – I mean, it, 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 I think it's more of a comfort thing for them right now. They haven't seen that this much water in, in, in years, and we haven't seen this much water in years. So maybe they're in a little shock as well. Do you think a lot of the fish from uh, the Delta and up around the mothball fleet pulled out and headed down chasing those herring a couple of weeks ago? I beg to, you know, I think there's some down there. I, I think close communication, what's going on down in San Pablo Bay, because guys out of my harbor are headed down there on a daily basis, and they're not doing any better. They're doing about the same or even less, you know. Um, there's some fish down there, Seth. I, I think a lot of them, from what I'm hearing, I hear the rivers are loaded with fish. I hear they're jumping all over the place and, uh, just knowing what I know about sturgeon, they love high water years like this for spawning. So I think a lot of them went up, up or up river, and there's still going to be fish around. I know the sloughs, Montezuma and Sassoon sloughs are really jam packed with fish. Once again, very few biters, but there are a ton of fish in there. They're just not wanting to feed, and I think they're like, they're on that side of the, uh, the delta getting out of the flow because the main river flow is you know it's it, they're getting beat up by the big you know the, the outgoing tides that last for so long. So I think they're in that uh, that more stagnant water in the sloughs just to, just to kind of relax, you know, and not get beat up. And I think that's kind of what we're into. I think they're burning up too much energy and staying in the main water. So uh, you know, they, they're going to have to come out to feed sooner or later. And the, most of the fish we caught this week are empty. They're not, they don't have much in them. So that tells me they're not feeding. So uh, uh, we're just going to gonna be here when they decide to feed because it's, it's, it's shaping up to, to be some epic fishing when everything lines up. No question about it. I think you're heading the right direction. And, uh, boy, the photos that you posted here just show you're right. It's just greasy slick out there. Very common. Oh, it doesn't get any better. It doesn't get any better than the weather. I mean, damn. Well, it's just going to – the fishing will pick up. But, uh, once again, one or two fish in a day ain't bad regardless. I mean, we, we've become so spoiled with guys that target I, I, these fish like you do and have become so professional at catching them. I, t- I tell my clients every day, you know, and – you know, we go out there and catch one. Hey, that's an awesome day. My goal is to get you guys one fish. Anything more is a bonus. Obviously, we're looking for more. But, you know, you get one for, you know, for five, six guys on the boat. That's pretty pretty good odds. So, uh, but, you know, we, we like looking for more, and it's going to happen. All you can do is uh, keep your bait in the water and keep as much soak time as you can and, you know, wait for that one to come along and just don't miss that one or two bites you get in the day. There you have it, Frank. There you have it from one of the best there is out there when it comes to sturgeon fishing, folks. Right Hook Sport Fishing's Captain Jay Loves. Jay, give them the phone number as well as the website so they can find out more and climb on board and be the guy going out with you when you're ready to drop the pick in the next half hour next time. Right on. Yeah, give us a call at Erico 
417-5670, and on the web at righthooksportfishing.com. And check out the Facebook page. It's updated daily. And uh, we're down to just five days open this month, guys, so with good tides. So if you guys want to get out, it's going to be a good opportunity. It's in the later of the month we have room. Get out in the boat, and uh, like I say, you stand a really good chance of hooking up on a sturgeon this month. You got a real good chance, and uh, you're right. Those fish are moving up the rivers. I've got reports from some of the striper guides that are looking around saying there's a lot of fish jumping up there, and they're big, long, skinny things. Hey, hey, and you better believe if they start seeing fish, I'm going to be taking the rogue up there, and we'll be fishing sturgeon up river if we have to. That's going to be the best bet. Exactly. It's going to happen. You know they're sneaking up there. I just wonder what those that snuck up the feather are thinking when they shut that thing down, going, whoa, where'd the water go? Either they probably bent it right up the Bear River. (laughs) Could very well be. Might be a tip for somebody who wants to do a little sturgeon fishing right there. Jay, get out there and hammer them. Give them that phone number one more time. Yeah, here we go, 916-417-5670, and hopefully we give you a call back by the end of the show. All right, partner, I'd appreciate it. You take care and have a great day on the water. All right, thank you, Steph. Captain Jay Lowe, sturgeon fishing out in the Delta near Martinez by the Mothball Fleet. Having some fun today. We'll check in back in with him later on. In the meantime, y'all stick around. We're going to be right back after this break. You're going to get hooked. Some guides take you fishing, but very few guides take you to where the fishing is peaking at the best time of year. He's a beast. Bring him in. Steve Huber's guide service does just that. This year, Steve plans to fish the rivers that give his clients the best chance to catch salmon and steelhead. Rivers like the Chetco and its special permit zone, the Smith, Trinity, Klamath, and the Eel, just to name a few. And with Steve's new coastal operation, he'll be fishing out of Crescent City and Brookings for salmon, rockfish, and lingcod. <laughs> when it's time to go fishing, make sure you're heading where they're biting. With Steve Huber's Guide Service, professionalism at its best. Give them a call for more information at 866-531-FISH. And check them out on the web at stevehuberguideservice.com. <laughs> go where adventure lives. Off the road, on the trail, in the mud, or on the track. Can-Am is the industry leader in performance, precision, and handling. And Ride On, Power Sports, and Gone Fishing Marine invite you to discover the full line of -of state-of-the-art off-road ATVs and side-by-sides from Can-Am. Check out the Can-Am Outlander and Renegade ATVs. Or the Defender, Commander, and Maverick side-by-side models. All designed for power and reliability. For the ultimate off-road experience, Ride On, Power Sports. 1900 North Lincoln Street in Dixon. Right next door to Gone Fishing Marine. Give them a call at 707-676-5581 or check out rideondixon.com. Hi, I'm your friendly marine dealer with a question. Got outboard problems? If you're thinking back to last summer and nodding, then get rid of that old outboard and replace it with a new, sleek, silver Honda. Honda makes outboards from 2 to 225 horsepower, and all of them are rock solid when it comes to reliability. They're incredibly quiet, powerful, fuel efficient, which is always important these days, and they offer more charging capacity for all of your electronics. Plus, Honda backs their outboards with a factory direct, non-declining five-year warranty. Non-declining means the coverage is the same on the last day as it is on the first. Now that's real coverage. Honda outboards also have lots of exclusive technology like VTEC and Blast you just won't find anywhere else. To learn more, go to hondamarine.com or come in and see us. Stop by your local Honda Marine dealer and check out the new BF250, the incredible award-winning 250-horsepower outboard from Honda Marine. 
the Sacramento Boat Show, Off-Road Exposition, and the Spring RV Show, March 9th through the 12th. One ticket gets you into two shows. The state's largest recreational event of its kind, and it's even larger this year with 750,000 square feet filled with more boats. Yeah, wakeboard boats, pontoon boats, fishing boats, kayaks, a personal watercraft, more RVs, fifth wheels, diesel pushers, travel trailers, motorhomes, and even tiny trailers too. More ATVs and motorcycles, more gear, more boosts, more stuff than ever before. And the off-road exposition will get you behind the wheel and out on the dirt of an ATV. Hey, you know what? The weekend, Sep and I are going to be there the whole weekend with fishing seminars with the top guides and pros to let you know where the fish are biting. The Sacramento Boat Show, the Off-Road Exposition, plus the Spring RV Show on March 9th through the 12th at Cal Expo. You want more information or discount coupons, visit twohugeshows.com. More California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. Hey, we're back in the clearing weather. The last week has obviously done a lot of wonderful things for our coastal rivers and streams. Let's head live to the Smith River right now where giant steelhead are reportedly being caught just about every single day and hook up with the best in the West when it comes to steelhead and our good friend Kevin Brock with fishkevinbrock.com joins us live on the water. Good morning, Kevin. Hey, good morning, Seth. How are you? I'm doing great, guy. You have been banging some steelhead up there, some monsters. The one caught by your buddy uh, Dakota and then another big one, too. Tell our listeners what's happening up there. It's epic, dude. Holy cow, epic is it. You know, I, I call it at the beginning of the year when when we have big water years. Last year we had big water. These big coastal fish spawn and make it back out. And so these 12, 14-pounders, uh, get back out to the salt, they come back in 17, 18, and 20s. There has been back-to-back 20s. There was a 20-pounder caught yesterday uh, that I saw, and there was a 20-pounder that I got to hold. So, I mean, I can't believe how many this year big, true, big steelhead have been caught. Fish of lifetimes. Um, it's, it's just been incredible. One of the best big fish seasons we've seen on the Smith River. And you know what? Next year, because of this high water, we're going to have the same thing again. It's pretty incredible. Well, it, uh, I'm just seeing phenomenal photos coming in, both from private boaters as well as the guides coming in. And you're certainly sending in some of the largest that we've ever we've ever seen. Kevin, what seems to be the best offering for the steelhead? Well, well, I'll tell you, there's all different ways to fish for these fish. Uh, but the guides mainly are, you know, casting the side fish in a row, uh, the plug bite, the little mag lips, uh, 3.0 mag lips, uh, 2.5s. They are going to be fantastic for this March coming up. Uh, the water's going to warm up. We've got a lot of rain today. The river's jumping on us. Uh, we'll see what the conditions are when we get there and, and uh, make a decision on how we're going to fish for them. But uh, we've seen private boaters. Uh, guys come up. Uh, we've seen people big fish. Uh, Doug Oxford, uh, locally up here, got a big one. And on the high teams, he was fishing off the bank. We've seen guys that bank fish catching big fish, out of boats catching big fish. It is an epic big fish season. And it started in January, of course. But, you know, there wasn't a lot of days to fish. A lot of days got blown out. The big fish push and monster fish came in February. And and then, you know, here we are in March, and bang, 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 two days in a row. Yesterday a 20-pounder caught. The day before a 20-pounder caught. And just all these just beautiful, chrome-bright sea life fish are still coming in. The fishing's still going to go through March. And well, I'm going to have to turn in there, and i got to come and be with you guys. 
know what is that, the 11th and 12th, uh, the, Sac- the Sacramento Boat Larvae Show will be there doing seminars on trolling for stripers, which is coming right around the corner. That's right. Saturday and Sunday, we've got seminars going on at the Sacramento Sports and Boat Show out of Cal Expo. We'll talk about that later on today, but Kevin is one of the guys talking stripers at the event. You want to learn from one of the best, you need to come out and listen to him. And if you want to catch a monster steelhead, I hope it's not too late for you to call up and make some reservations. I do know Kevin has several guides working with him, so he'll get you on the water, come hook or crook, or he'll certainly do his best to get you out there. Folks, epic steelhead season is happening. You don't want to miss out on this kind of an opportunity. Get a hold of these guys. Book your trips. Kevin, you know, you said it's going to last through March. You haven't even seen a downhiller yet, have you? You know, we've got like two so far. You know, Good. March, March, today or whatever. And, then, you know, we've seen two, uh, two uh, post-spawn fish so far. The river has still beautiful fish coming in. Uh, their seals are on, you know, so we know new fish are still pushing into the system. So, yeah, it's going to last definitely through March. Um, just depending on what happens with this rain, this, this is going to be a big, big indicator, this rain today. And it rained hard last night. It's raining on us right now. The river's coming up. And so we're going to see what happens the next couple of days. But we're sure excited. Uh, we're going to see a whole a whole mix of fish in the river. Uh, it's just an, an incredible steelhead season. It's just an amazing, epic, big fish year. Um, it, it's what steelhead dreams are made of. If you like steelhead. Been the year, and next year will be this year too. We're already filling up for next year for February, so it's, it's not too early. To, well, you know, you can't make it this year. No problem. Let us know. We'll get you in for February for next year, and um, you know, give you a chance at a true twenty-pound wild California steelhead. One of the only places left in California to get one. And the only way you're going to do that is to make a phone call and make a reservation. Kevin, give them the hookup info with the website too. Well, hey, they can reach us at any time and see some of these monster fish pictures on our Facebook page at our website, fishkevinbrock.com. And they can also call our office or call me personally at 800-995-5543. And you can check out Kevin's Fish over on California Sportsman Facebook page, too, but you'll see them all over on his Facebook page. Folks, if you see those and don't start dialing, there's something wrong with you. Kevin, well, I'll thanks. Tell you what, it's a steelhead. Well, get out there and bang them. Take good care of your clients today and have some fun. Kevin Brock with FishKevinBrock.com. Don't miss the opportunities, folks. And, Kevin, we'll see you at the Sports and Boat Show next weekend. I will I will be there. I'll probably fish, fish Friday, Friday night, all night, and trolling for strippers. We'll be talking about it. Holy cow, it'll be crazy. But it all is good. All right, guy, you have a good one. Take care. Stay strong, my friend. Yeah, fish on. I'll see you soon. You got it. Take care. He's going to have some fun up there today, sitting in the rain and the cold, catching steelhead. Kind of sounds like fun if you had a roof and a heater and maybe breakfast and a waitress. Yeah, that's probably the best way to go about it. Hey, you know, I talked to Tony Zapolvita from Greenwater Fishing Adventures and uh, asked him to send me a tape. He's transitioning right now. Listen to what he had to say about North Coast steelhead action and what he's up to. Hey guys, Tony Sepulveda, Greenwater Fishing Adventures and Shellback Sport Fishing, checking in with you here from Eureka with a little steelhead report. We actually had some fishable conditions for uh, for most of last week. We had a few little storm systems roll through, but no real heavy precipitation in both the Smith and the Checo rivers were in play, and both of them were giving up some nice fish. 
It wasn't red hot action, but but there were some good fish to be caught on both rivers. And I spent a little bit of time on each of them last week, and uh, and we put together some good days. The Smith was kicking out. Eh, between two and four fish a boat was uh, was kind of common. If you if you were in the right spot at the right time, you might have done a little better than that. There were definitely some boats that didn't do quite as well, but uh, but most of the guys that are real familiar with the river up there were were hooking some fish every day, and and there were some nice ones in the mix. I heard of some fish up to about eighteen pounds landed last week, so there were some real big ones around. Chetco, as it came into shape. We were seeing scores four or five fish a boat there for uh, for a couple days, and then it started to fall off a little bit as it cleared. Uh, the pressure got a little bit heavier, and uh, and the fishing started to drop off. As usual, drift and row in a fish pill was the name of the game. Shrimp pink or orange, always a good go-to color. When the water's uh, when the water's a little dirtier, short little chartreuse mixed in there never hurts. Coming into March, this is usually prime time down on our southern rivers, but this year may be a little different if this water keeps up. Hard to say what we're going to get in March. I'm wrapping up my season, but a lot of the Eureka guides are going to keep fishing down there. Guys like Mike Stratman, Bryce Ducey, John Clark, they'll all be down there on the southern rivers if we get a shot at them. Uh, the big question there is if. Uh, Got to have the rain back off a little bit here. And so far, haven't really done that, but we'll cross our fingers. Hopefully we get a chance to catch some steelhead down there. As far as me, I'm starting to look ahead to stripers on the Sacramento River in April. We'll be down fishing out of Calusa, drifting minnows there out of Ward's Landing, out of Grimes Landing, Teasdale, and uh, it's always one of my favorite times of year. After that, we'll be hitting the salt with shellback. We'll be chasing big rockfish, lingcod down on the Lost Coast, and some Pacific halibut, California halibut in the bay. Hopefully we get a little bit of a salmon season. They're going to announce that in the next few weeks. So that's what we got coming up. I'm going to be away from phone service here for the next few weeks, but I'll still be checking email regularly. If you got any questions for me, feel free to shoot me an email. It's on my website, greenwaterguides.com. We'll see you on the water, guys. He goes a lot of places fishing. He's been in some of the most remote areas ever. This year, he's disappearing to Russia. That's right. He's going to go up there, and he said he's going to do a little fishing. I said, start thinking Mila Kunis while you're out there if you're looking for fish. He's uh, going to have some fun up there, I'm sure, and we'll hear all about it when he gets back. Tony Zapulveda traveling all over the world fishing, and the best fishing he's ever had is at Smith River Steelhead and our coastal rivers. All right, we're going to take a quick break right now. When we come back from this break, we're going to be hooking up with Captain J.D. Ritchie talking Delta stripers and the Delta conditions. Find out maybe when you can get out there and start banging fish, and you might be surprised what's already hitting out there. We'll be right back after this quick break. Captain Jay Lopes of Right Hook Sport Fishing invites you to climb aboard his 26-foot parker, the Right Hook, berthed at Martinez, for an enjoyable day or night of fishing on the productive sturgeon and striper waters of Sassoon Bay and the Delta. One of the fastest six-pack boats around, the Right Hook has a fully enclosed heated cabin that easily accommodates up to six anglers, fully rigged with all the marine electronics and high-quality fishing gear you'll need. Right Hook Sport Fishing keeps their clients in the action, moving seasonally from the ocean to the bays. Halibut, stripers, sturgeon, rockfish, salmon, or albacore. Whatever the quarry, wherever it hides, Captain J. Lopes will get you there and back in comfort and safety. Give him a call at 916-417-5670 and book a trip now. Or check him out on the web at righthooksportfishing.com. 
There's no better time to protect your cash and your investments than right now, and Liberty Safes can help you do just that. Hi, this is Seth Hendrickson for Liberty Safes. When it comes time for you to protect your valuables, your family, your firearms, and ammunition, it's time to see our friends at Liberty Safes in West Sacramento. You know, they've got an absolutely huge showroom and an unbelievable selection of hundreds of safes. Liberty Safes has the perfect safe for your every need. And if you were at the ISC show, you know they were there with a full display of everything. And guess what? They're back at the home show at Cal Expo this weekend with a full display of all the safes that are available to you. From the Franklins all the way up to the Presidentials, you can pack everything in there you ever dreamed of. If you own guns, they should be kept locked away from the kids and the bad guys. Liberty Safes is locally owned and operated. Stop by their showroom at Business 80 and Jefferson Boulevard in West Sacramento and talk with the owner, Dan Engstrom, or one of his trained employees that will help you get the safe you need for your job. Professional installation and deliveries available Available too. Liberty Safe, Business 80 at Jefferson Boulevard in West Sac. 916-373-1900. And remember, you can't go wrong with a Liberty Safe. For high thrust power, performance, and portability, pick up the Yamaha T9.9 High Thrust 4-Stroke. Its streamlined design is up to 12% lighter than previous high thrust models. Still, it delivers up to twice the thrust of comparable two-strokes. It's the perfect kicker and a great choice for sailboats, john boats, or deep Vs. Any small craft that begs maximum muscle in an efficient lightweight package needs the Yamaha T9.9 High Thrust 4-Stroke. Pick one up at Bucks Outport, 2750 47th Ave in Sacramento. Family operated for over 50 years, Bucks carries the full line of Yamaha parts and accessories and has service you can count on. Bucks Outboard, the sportsman's choice. 916-428-3917 or BucksOutboard.com. Hi, Lenny LaPinta here for Bucks Outboard. I'm inviting you to come down and check out our full line of Yamaha Outboards. Great deals going on right now. You can catch us on the web at www.bucksoutboard.com or give me a call at 916-428-3917. I'll be waiting for you. Are you ready for this? Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon has all the heavy-gauge kingfisher boats you've been looking for. Enjoy the opportunity to fish one of these tough, great-handling, welded boats today. Now is the time to get yourself to Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon and take advantage of the hottest thing in fishing boats today. You better get there quickly because selection is limited and these heavy-gauge boats are leaving the lot faster than you can say fish on kingfisher and gone fishing marine in dixon california's heavy gauge headquarters and now more california sportsmen with seth hendrickson well i'm always looking for this guy i never quite know where he is but uh, what he doesn't know is i do know what rivers look like and we won't talk about those right now been hiding from us lately having a good time out there but he's also been checking out the rivers when it comes to striper fishing let's find out from the man himself captain jd ritchie what's going on with action in the delta and the watercolors out there too good morning captain good morning fellas well, I'm kind of disappointed you're not here in the studio with us, man. We were counting on you bringing the donuts. Ah, yeah, we're uh, we're going out on a little scouting mission here. Uh, gonna, I, I flew over the Delta as you saw a couple weeks ago. And that then, was uh, fantastic photos, by the way. Everybody loved those. I think we had like 1,600 views on that just off that our cool. Facebook. Yeah, cool. Uh, so today I've, I've heard a couple couple clear water spots so i gotta i gotta start looking around here so that's where we're headed today to uh go try to find uh these little pockets of clear water because largely the delta is still muddy but apparently there's a few little places starting to uh maybe 
maybe come into shape. The the one that I know for sure still is because my, my dad was up flying again last weekend with my kid, and I said, hey, <laughs> take a look around for me, would you? And uh, they said that uh, the Deepwater Channel was still the, the main place that had any clear water. So that that was a week ago. I think things have improved a little bit since. Yeah, in the photos, you could just see the distinct color differentiation in the Deepwater Channel versus the rest of the Delta. No question about that. Yeah, and apparently a buddy of mine was uh, uh, sturgeon fishing up north of the Rio Vista Bridge and said the debris was still really bad. So that's something to really pay attention to if you go out there. Now, moving upriver, um, interesting things going on on the feather, of course, (laughs) as we all know. I mean, that's been the... In the uh, with the Oroville Dam and all that stuff, it's been the story of the year. But you know, they dropped it from fifty thousand CFS down to almost nothing to work on the spillway, which I'm sure you're aware of. Right. And before they did that, none of the boat ramps. Well, I think uh, I think Yuba City ramp was just getting usable uh, on the feather, but Boyd was underwater, Star Band was underwater, and Verona. Um, I've talked to couple guys that were down there and asking around and apparently verona it's such a mess down there even though the water's come down that it's going to be probably three weeks before you can launch there now i don't want to speak for them so definitely call over there before you go but that was the latest i heard that it's going to be a while because they're they're cleaning up down there so i saw quite a few uh, things on facebook guys working on launch ramps cleaning them hosing them down scooping mud off and everything so they can have access my guess is that water's going to come right back up here pretty quick. Yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking too, and I I need to see if we can't figure out when that's going to happen because they can't just not run water down that spillway. I mean, they got that lake still filling up. So well, there's a lot of salmon and there's a lot of steelhead fry and everything being uh, caught high and dry in shallow pools and stuff too that aren't going to make it. Yeah, absolutely, and that's the one thing I was going to say is uh, a couple days I was on the feather this week. Um, I had one of my science jobs, so I was ferrying biologists up the river, but um, we couldn't find a place to launch. <laughs> so luckily I know a farmer on the feather, and so we were able to launch in the mud, but holy moly, that stuff, you know, like two or three inches deep and, and, and like, um, you know, you're ice skating in a Slip, car. <laughs> slipperier than snot. I mean, it's oh, really man. ugly stuff, and you just go right through it, too. It's just major slime. Yeah, so... <laughs> What what I did see there down in the lower feather, I was uh, between uh, I was just below the start bend, and um, it was from there down to the the ninety nine bridge is kind of the area I took a look at, and the amount of ponds and pools out off the edges, you know that where presumably there's lots of stranded fish are are almost too many to count. It's it's crazy because I was there Wednesday and Thursday. No, Tuesday and Wednesday. And Tuesday, I guess they dropped the flow, what, Monday, I think? And Tuesday it was still, it hadn't really changed down there. By the next day it had gone down three feet and we had to launch about 80 feet down the bank. And uh, um, and it was amazing how, how quickly. I mean, those fish had no chance to get out, so... Um, I know they're out doing rescues, but I don't think they've gotten that far down yet. Yeah, the state crews, I talked to uh, Stafford Lair, the uh, deputy director of Fish and Wildlife for the department, and he told me they had crews out. I believe it was like 50 different groups of people out there working away or 50 volunteers 
and employees out working the whole area. They were rescuing the biggest concentrations of wild baby salmon that they could find. And along the way, I'm sure they were coming across a lot of the steelhead that we had heard reported a few weeks earlier, too. So they're making yeah, I, some efforts I, to save as many as they can. That's a valuable time of the year. Those are probably springers coming in. Our spring-run salmon are the ones that are listed as endangered. Oh, yeah. Then you could potentially have green sturgeon and all kinds of stuff. I uh, actually texted Stafford and my contact at DWR said, hey, <laughs> I got a boat. I got time if you, if you need help, but they sound like they had it handled. So, well, it sounds to me like things are on the improve and should continue. We got a little bit of rain coming in tonight and tomorrow and possibly early Monday. It'll probably not do too much to screw things up. It doesn't look like we're going to have too much down here and probably not much way up above coming on down. It's a cold storm, so there'll be a lot of snow up in the mountains. So hopefully yeah. we'll continue this clearing mode. And I got to run right now, JD. Before you go, make sure you please give them that phone number and the website, and tell them about the uh, quick video you did, or the video also on steelhead fishing from shore. Yeah, we. Uh, you can get a hold of me nine one six nine five two one five five four, and on the web at uh, sportfisher dot com. Yeah, we're still putting that uh, steelhead video together. It's getting a little late in the year since this year was kind of blown out, so we'll probably hold off a bit. Well, it's. Folks, these are the kinds of things that you can learn from an experienced guide. And J.D. does his share of steelhead fishing. Some of them he even talks about. And yeah. I'll tell you, folks, when you get some tips from this guy on steelhead and from shore, you best be paying attention. J.D., give him that phone number and the website one more time. You got it. It's uh, 916-952-1554 and on the web at thesportfisher.com. And we, are, of course, are gearing up for stripers, which could start, you know, depending on what I find today, any. Any day now, so be ready. And I will see you at the Sacramento Sports and Boat Show, I'm sure. That's right. You'll be, be doing, doing seminars out there. be doing seminars Saturday. both Saturday and Sunday there and answering all your questions about anything else you want to talk about, too. J.D., thanks for hooking up with us today. We appreciate it, my friend. You got it. Thanks, guys. All right. Have a good day. And if you get into some fish, give us a shout back before the end of the show. Will do. All right. He's going to have some fun out there today. Hey, I think it's about time for Live Long in the Outdoors with Regina, isn't it? Kittles Outdoors in Calusa knows the importance of family activities and the outdoors. Regina Stafford of Outdoor Adventures, a lady that knows her way around hunting, fishing, and hard work, will motivate you to live well in the outdoors. She'll tell you when, where, and how your entire family can take advantage of many outdoor opportunities close to home. From fishing to hunting, bird watching to animal rescue, women too can take part in our hunting traditions, become skilled sportsmen themselves, and help lead the way for their children. And now, Here's Regina Stafford with Live Long in the Outdoors. I guess I should have hit that button right there and said, Good morning, Regina. How are you? Good morning, Seth. I'm good. How are you? I want to know how the the hell you're going to be a judge out of the wildlife art and taxidermy show today (laughs) when you're just rolling over in bed at 630 right now. I know, but that's because I actually got to do the judging yesterday. Uh (laughs) Aha. Well, I'll tell you so what, folks, if, if you're looking for something fun to do today, folks, I can tell you right now, the 31st Annual Wildlife Art and Taxidermy Competition is taking place at the Yolo County Fairgrounds in Woodland. Today, tomorrow, it's all going on. It's open to the public from 9 till 7 on Friday and 9 to 3 today. Don't miss out on this. It's at the Home Arts Hall. Tell them all about it. What would you see out there? It's, you know, I got to judge last year and this year, and it's something that I won't um that an opportunity I won't pass up anymore. CWA tries to Cal Waterfell tries to um provide the show with some 
uh, awards. And so we're able to go and, and kind of do what I would say is our people's choice, but there's also a people's choice award. So there's, um, there's, it's just, it's just neat to see. It's definitely a part of our culture, our hunting culture that, um, I hope never goes away. It's, uh, in the Western states, you know, the big game type taxidermy is really still popular. Um, but it was, I honestly have to admit that it's a little bit sad to see like the junior category at this show every year is kind of like dwindling. And even the guys who put on the show say the same thing. And I just hope it's not an indicate, indicator as to where, you know, taxidermy is going. Well, you know, uh, it's interesting. I'm, I'm a judge at the Pacific Flyway Decoy Association for fish and yeah. the, the carvings. They're all done out of wood. And it's really the same situation there. Fewer and fewer are getting involved in the younger ages. And they're really making an effort to get more of the kids involved in it right now. So it's something that we're going to have to do, or this part of our heritage may just uh, kind of slowly go to the wayside. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, I think there's a lot of misconceptions about taxidermy. You know, I mean, obviously some people will walk into my house and be like, oh, my gosh, you have a stuffed deer on your wall. But, you know, I mean, really they're not stuffed anymore. It's really a cool way that they're mounting animals with the foam forms now. And it's a clean and really, like, artistic art form. And uh, it's neat. If you have a chance today, go down there, support these taxidermists that are doing this work, because they really are true artists. And um, some of the animals that you get to see and just how they bring them and recreate them and bring them back to life really is amazing. So, some, some of them are just absolutely stunning and look alive. They really do. They do. I mean, the detail around the eyes and even like, you know, like wet or water around noses and, um, you know, the birds that, that were on display with the, with the recreating water even that they're mounted on is just, it's just phenomenal. The work that goes into it, um, is incredible and it's neat to see that and it's neat to show your kids that as well so they can see that you know, maybe they don't want to get into the actual shooting or killing side of things, but this is another aspect of our hunting heritage that could involve others that might not. You know, I could, I even have a lot of women that always are telling me there's just no way I could pull a trigger or, you know, and actually kill an animal, but they're, they want to be involved and they want to, um, you know, feel a part of our, our industry. And this is a really easy way that they could, you know, I mean, or a hobby they could take up um, to do so. So go check it out if you have time today. Um, those guys there that are running that show are welcoming people with open arms. You know, they're proud of what they do and proud to show um, the public, you know, what what's there. So everything from fish, there are fish carvings, there are, you know, the waterfowl, different types of birds, reptiles, and then awesome displays of big game um, if you are a hunter, I always tell people, go and figure out what you want your mount to look like before you shoot that trophy. Because once it happens and then you take it to the taxidermist, you're kind of like overwhelmed with 400 pages of foam forms to go through. So a taxidermy show is a great way of saying, you know what, that's the mount I want if I ever get right win. Not if, when I get my trophy. <laughs> <laughs> You're exactly right. And, folks, again, this is taking place all day today from 9 till 3, and it is put on by the California Association of Taxidermists. It's the Wildlife Art and Taxidermy Show 
taking place today at the Yolo County Fairgrounds, the Home Arts Hall on Gum Avenue in Woodland. Check it out. You won't be disappointed. No. And if you can't get by there, you can check out my blog, livelongandoutdoors.com. I do have a few pictures of some of my of the ones that caught my attention. Like that um, little piglet? On the like the piglet that's looking at me right now? The javelina, yeah. The javelina, yeah. I understand javelina tastes as good as they look, too. I, well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather shoot a pig. <laughs> it, it was a neat little display, though. Taxidermy There's display. a bunch of them. I'm looking at the deer right now with all the velvet hanging off of it. There's a black bear yeah. sitting in the tree. Folks, check this stuff out. Regina, it's great that we've got this opportunity. Anything else we need to share? Um, just a heads up, next weekend, Casey and I are going to be doing turkey seminars at Bass Pro Shops. Even if you don't want to hear us talk, come by and say hi, because we always like to put a face to names or meet, you know, who's listening to us. So Absolutely. Well, Bass we'll, Pro Shops in Rockland next weekend, next Saturday. And we'll check in with you live before you head on out there then on right? Saturday morning. <laughs> Regina Stafford, check out her Blog at LiveLongInTheOutdoors.com. Regina, thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you again real soon. Thanks, Seth. Have a good weekend. Live Long in the Outdoors with Regina Stafford. Sponsored by Kittle Sporting Goods in Calusa. Your hunting and fishing headquarters carrying everything you need when it comes to the outdoors. Optics, ammunition, calls, apparel, rods, reels, lures, no. rifles, handguns, archery, and more. Kittles carries it all. Kittles prides themselves on having the most professional, educated, and friendly sales team in California. Take the family and pick up the stuff you'll need for your next family adventure at Kittles. You can also shop their online store for more deals and discounts. Check them out on the web at KittlesOutdoor.com or give them a call at 530-458-4868. Kittles Outdoor, catalog prices with professional service. Hey, we're back in the studio, and I've got a guest live here in the studio. He showed up. Yeah, can I come down to the studio? Hell yeah, anybody can come down to the studio. We have a lot of fun down here. Captain James Netzel with Tight Lines Guide Services joined us live in the studio. We were talking a couple days ago about, boy, these tough off-water conditions out there. Got to make trolling uh, interesting right now. Good morning, Captain. Good morning there, Sepp. How you doing? I'm doing excellent. Well, there's one thing we agree on. Uh, with you've got dark, off-colored water and maybe a little cold, you got to pick up your speed to get more vibration out there, don't you? Yeah, pick up your speed. Uh, also, you don't have to worry about the wind when you're going faster. That's a fact. You can stay on course and not be knocked off of it. You know, when you they can't see very well underwater, but fish really use their their lateral line sensor to feel vibrations in the water, and they really rely on their senses of smell and sight. Sight's kind of out of the picture when it's real dark, but boy, they're relying strong on smell. You got to be loading up with scent changing your speeds, even varying your speeds a lot to get a strike nowadays. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you you uh, plaster that scent on there. And uh, Seth was talking about going two and a half to three miles an hour. I like three to three and a half. Sometimes I even go four miles an hour. That's what it takes sometimes. Yeah, you know, you, the faster you go, the more action the lure gets. And the thing about the scent, some guys are, have been asking me, do they do I put a little strip of sardine on my back of my hook like I do on my wiggle hoochies? Like I and I do not because that that's going to totally kill the vibration. Right, it's just slow. Anything you're dragging is going to have enough drag and friction in the water that's going to slow down the built-in action to your lures. Exactly, and and since we're fishing near the surface, uh, we're uh, make sure it's uh, well far behind your boat. You know, hundred, hundred fifty feet, sometimes two hundred feet behind the boat. 
Now, you were thinking about targeting over at Folsom or maybe going up to Oroville or someplace to take a look at it, but I think you probably chose the right thing. I talked to uh, Captain James Stone, one of our regulars here on the show. He's up fishing Shasta this morning. We're going to talk to him later on. He said it's a greasy, slick, calm. He was in a T-shirt in the photo oh at gosh. about 11 o'clock in the morning, and uh, they picked up a couple of small trout, and they'd been seeing stuff. But mostly uh, good clarity it was near the surface, but not real clear. Where do you think your first opportunities are going to be? Probably down south. Uh, the the guys that are fishing uh, Tola, Comanche, all those lakes down there are clearing up faster than they are up here because we get all our lakes up here are way full. I mean, down there you you still got Malonis that's that's not uh, dumping a bunch of water in the river. So uh, yeah, a lot of those lakes down there. But I've I've caught trout in chocolate milk water at Folsom by Absolutely. going fast. Yeah, yeah, it's you turn your fish finder off because. Uh, the fish are in the top five feet of water. You don't see anything anyway. No, They're all up high. This is the time of year when the people that don't know how to use their fish finders can rest easy because they don't need their fish finders. <laughs> it's my favorite time <laughs> of the year, and I know how to use it. You know, when you, you're holding onto your rod and you get, just got a dragon top line behind the boat, that's the most exciting. And I think when we hook it up to downriggers and we drop it over and we wait for the rod tip to twitch and everything, that's great too. But it's not as exciting as holding that rod and knowing that that fish is just screaming line off the reel when you're holding it. Yeah, and you don't really have to, you know, I, I like to watch, I, I like to watch well behind my boat because a lot of times when the fish hit it, they hit it like a, like a topwater bass. So actually pop out of the water and hit your lure. It's, yeah. it's uh, pretty cool. Seeing. And sometimes they'll come up so slow and they'll just bite down on it and hook themselves and go, Oh, I screwed up. And they, you won't even know they're there for a half just, an hour. Looks just like a weed. Yeah. You just drag them in. Oh, that guy's begging for mercy. I think I better get him off the hook. Yeah. It, uh, it can be tough out there. You know, I think that there's no question that Lake Pardee and Comanche probably in our foothill lakes are probably producing more fish and have better opportunities right now than anywhere. Else. Right. I don't know about Tulloch right now, but those two really seem to be working in Lake Pardee. The management out there is really dumping the fish in there. Yeah, the planting program is way better down there than oh, it is up here. Yeah, outstanding program. They Private horticulturists, you know, putting those are private aquaculturists, putting fish into the lakes for them up there. And the last plants were all one-and-a-half to two-pounders, and they had some monsters that were put in a while back. I imagine you'll be moving over there, hitting a few of them, but I know you. You're going to want to figure out Folsom as soon as you can get onto that lake. Yeah, one of the things, they don't have a real heavy planting schedule at Folsom, so a lot of the fish you catch are, are native or holdover fish. And uh, we call them broomtails, you know, nice, square, sharp tails, whereas you, some of those lakes that they plant real heavy, uh, a lot of those fish don't even have a tail. I don't even know if you'd call what the fish have a tail. Yeah, but they've been in the hatchery so long that tail just kind of rubs off on the concrete when they're hanging out. But they them. sure when they got that straight broom tail, more they just fight like crazy. They're and, powerhouse. And Folsom also has big kings, and they also I I think they have a wild strain of uh of landlocked uh, steelhead, and we it's get in those every once in a while. And uh, man, they'll they'll jump a dozen times. I've had them jump. Next to the boat, you catch them in the net. You don't have to dip them in the water. Well, I I think that the fishing is going to be very available after this storm. I think everything's going to start settling down a little bit, and we should start seeing that water clarity really improving in our lakes and as things sit still for a while. And, uh, folks, when that happens, it's going to go crazy. You know, I'm always talking to you about making your reservations now, being ready for when it does happen. I would highly suggest you get a hold of your favorite guide or tight lines guide service and get your butt on the water for this opportunity because this is the spring turnover. This is when in the springtime all the fish come up near the surface and it makes it really easy. Big ones, small ones, medium size, 
all the game fish are up there offering you a great opportunity for old-style fishing. James, give them the hookup information, the website, and the phone number so they can get a trip booked with you right away. Yeah, you can give me a call toll-free at 888-975-0990. You can also follow me at Facebook at Tightlines Guide Service. That's four separate words. And you can reach me online at www.fishtightlines.com. James Netzel with Tight Lines Guide Service. Don't miss out on the early season opportunities to get out there and bang big hungry fish. Thanks for hooking up with us, bud. We appreciate it. Thank you. All right, we'll be right back after this quick break. Y'all stick around. You're going to get hooked. Experienced Delta and River Captain Manuel Saldana Jr. has been successfully fishing and guiding the Sacramento and Feather Rivers for striped bass and king salmon for over 15 years. Captain Manny can accommodate up to four anglers on memorable trips for king salmon, stripers, and the prehistoric white sturgeon, all in the comfort of his 21-foot custom fish right jet boat. MSJ Guide Service, taking pride in helping their clients become better anglers and teaching a wide variety of techniques depending on the species and conditions. Don't miss out on another great fishing season. Call MSJ Guide Service now, 530-301-7455, or check them out online at msjguideservice.com. Ready to enjoy the outdoors? Want to stay informed and know where the action is? The Fish Sniffer, the number one source for fishing information in Northern California, covers both freshwater and saltwater fishing for every species you can think of. Every issue of the Fish Sniffer gives you angler photos, reports, feature stories, maps, conservation updates, and product reviews. Information to help you plan your next fishing getaway or family vacation destination. Celebrating over 30 years in publication, the Fish Sniffer comes out every other week, 26 times a year, bringing you up to date and accurate fishing information from professionals, guides, and resorts, plus anglers just like you. A one-year subscription to the Sniffer is $39.99, and for that, you'll receive a 300-yard spool of P-Line. But the Fish Sniffer has another special offer for California sportsman listeners. A two-year subscription for $69.99, plus a free Kershaw 9-inch fillet knife. Now there's a deal you can't resist. To start your subscription or for more information, call 800-748-6599 or check fishsniffer.com. It's the largest fishing website in California. Get signed up now at fishsniffer.com. The Sacramento Boat Show, Off-Road Exposition, and the Spring RV Show, March 9th through the 12th. One ticket gets you into two shows. The state's largest recreational event of its kind, and it's even larger this year, with 750,000 square feet filled with more boats. Yeah, wakeboard boats, pontoon boats, fishing boats, kayaks, a personal watercraft, more RVs, fifth wheels, diesel pushers, travel trailers, motorhomes, and even tiny trailers, too. More ATVs and motorcycles, more gear, more boost, more stuff than ever before and the off-road exposition will get you behind the wheel and out on the dirt of an ATV. Hey, you know what? The weekend, Sep and I are going to be there the whole weekend with fishing seminars with the top guides and pros to let you know where the fish are biting. The Sacramento Boat Show, an off-road exposition, plus the Spring RV Show on March 9th through the 12th at Cal Expo. You want more information or discount coupons, visit twohugeshows.com. 
guess what, listeners? We have a new supporter that most of you know. Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. You know these guys. They sit right across from Fisherman's Warehouse in Manteca. And they host the annual Costa's Wild Game Feed. If you haven't been there, go. Catering to California's sportsmen. Manteca Trailer has over 400 RVs on sale. That's $15 million in inventory. And there's no better people anywhere. Great sales, great service. Online at MantecaTrailer.com. Manteca. Lowrance is the leader in marine electronics design and manufacturing. And their new HDS Gen 3 Touch and Elite 7 HDI Sonar and GPS mapping products are cutting-edge technology, light years ahead of the competition. Lowrance offers a comprehensive range of products for your every need, from entry-level fish locators to the most sophisticated marine electronics on the market today. They're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive advantage service program. Lowrance offers exciting add-ons for the HDS family of products, like structure scan for great bottom viewing. Stay in touch with Sonic Hub and the new go-free Wi-Fi module that allows you to view your GPS mapping and fish finder on your smartphone or tablet. With over 48 years manufacturing experience, Lowrance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate in high-performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance. Lowrance has it all. Check out the new HDS Gen 3 Touch and the entire line of Lowrance Marine Electronics at your favorite dealer, or on the web at Lowrance.com. Now, now here's USAFishing.com's Mike Ogney with our Saltwater Bay and Coastal Report. Good morning, Mr. Ogney. Hey, good morning, Seth. How fast can you talk? I can talk fairly fast. What are we going to talk about? I don't know. I think you're going to tell me. <laughs> okay. Well, okay, let's jump up to the uh, to the North Coast. Myth River is uh, uh, is at a fantastic height right now. They've seen some rain overnight. It's up about six inches, but that's just nine and a half feet. Looks like it's going to hold together all day today. It might, you know, be a little high tomorrow, but it should be back in early part of next week. Both the Smith and the Checo have been fishing really well this past week. We're talking, you know, not huge numbers, but some really nice quality fish. Most boats are hooking anywhere from three to six fish a day, landing about half of that. Some guys, you know, might get four to the boat. Other guys uh, might miss all their opportunities and not get one to the boat. But there's been some... Nice quality fish. I'm sure you've been seeing them over on your Facebook page and stuff like that. A lot of, you know, 15, 18-pound fish. There's some smaller ones mixed in. Getting a little late in the uh, the uh, season here, but there's still some time left. And the fish that I'm seeing are still dime bright. Uh, and we're not seeing a ton of downstreamers yet. But these downstreamers are going to be pushing back down in. That should increase the uh, numbers as we go into uh, in, into March. Now, I was wondering, do we have enough time to talk about the uh, upcoming salmon season? Why not? Okay, well, let's, I'll just try to cram it all in. So the current ocean abundance for the Sacramento Valley is uh, 230,000 fish for the, uh, the Upper Sac Valley. And for, uh, for up in the Klamath, it's only 54,000. And that's, that's the lowest um, on record when it comes to the Klamath management zone. This past season, we saw... And it's a total escapement on the Sacramento River of 89,000. Now, the floor that Fish and Game and the Pacific uh, Fishery Management Council sets is they have a goal of 122,000 to 180,000. And so this came in about about 20,000 fish of that lower number, but it's not considered overfished because they, they use a, a three-year uh, average. That said, the jack count for this past year was one of the lowest since the uh, 2006 through 2009 
woes that we saw uh, back then. Uh, we only saw 15,000 fish for the northern Sac uh, Valley. And on the San Joaquin River, it was kind of interesting because we saw a total of, of 26,000 adults and jacks come back to the San Joaquin River, and about half of those were jacks. Now, they don't count those in the Sac Valley ocean abundance numbers, but the jack numbers, which are the two-year-old fish, are the, are, are the largest equation that they use to set their models up for a total return. So in a nutshell, Seth, I think for the Bay Area coast, we're going to see a season similar to last year, maybe a few weeks shorter, and maybe some size restrictions where we bump up to 24, 26 inches, and then after July 1st, we drop down to a 20. What I'm really concerned about is those northern ports, uh, the Klamath Management Zone, um, that's just a terrible number up there. Definitely going to see some big closures, unfortunately, for the, uh, for the commercial side of, of the fishery. And I have no clue. I got my fingers crossed, but I don't think we're going to see much of a salmon season up on the far north coast, considering these uh, ultra-low numbers. The Pacific Fishery Management Council is meeting all this week. They're going to be putting out their... Uh, three options. Outdoor Entertainment with Sepp Hendrickson on California Sportsman. Ultimate Bass is a production of Sepp's Outdoors Incorporated. Thanks for listening. I'm Bill Carr, editor of Western Outdoor News, and I'm asking for a moment of your time. Western Outdoor News has been around for 57 years and covers most every lake, river, and ocean port that you want to fish, and all the hunting opportunities as they're going on every week with up-to-date, accurate hunting and fishing information from the field. But more than that, we keep sportsmen and women advised of what's going on politically about things that impact your life, sports, and your children's outdoor future. Be aware of what's happening in the outdoors. Stay on top of issues and get involved. Experience the rich hunting and fishing heritage we all enjoy. I'm asking you to join the fight and subscribe at a very special rate of $34.95 for 52 issues, less than $1 a copy. Call 1-800-290-2929 between 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. weekdays and mention the code words California Special or go online to onenews.com, W-O-N-E-W-S dot com and click the subscribe link. That's onenews.com or call 1-800-290-2929 weekdays and tell them you want the California California special. We're all in this together, and your support and help is appreciated. Outdoor Adventures, the exclusive guide service for the Calusa Indian Community and Calusa Casino Resort, offers full-service fishing and hunting trips for waterfowl, big game, upland game birds, and exciting sport fishing trips. Managed by Casey and Regina Stafford, Outdoor Adventures offers close-to-home, action-packed, guided trips in the North Valley. At Outdoor Adventures, you're always priority one. Whether you're at the 5,000-acre Premier Duck Club, stalking wild hogs or shooting dove, turkey, or pheasant on private ranches, the professional and experienced team at Outdoor Adventures offers the best of the outdoors. Call now to book your adventure, 530-458-8730. Outdoor Adventures and Calusa Casino Resort where the fun never stops. Providing deluxe accommodations, enjoyable entertainment, exceptional dining choices, and fantastic hunting and fishing opportunities. Check them out on the web at hunt-fish-game.com. That's hunt-fish-game.com. Know the best thing on water? 
you. With friends and family, finding the perfect fishing hole courtesy of your Honda Outboard. With more four-stroke choices than anyone, plus legendary reliability and fuel economy, you know every trip will be a good one. Sporting the full line of Honda Outboards, plus an award-winning service department, your go-to Honda headquarters is Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon. See what they can do for you at gfmarine.com or right off I-80 in Dixon. Gone Fishing Marine and Honda Outboards, never too far from your favorite fishing hole. Guess what, listeners? We have a new supporter that most of you know. Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. You know these guys. They sit right across from Fisherman's Warehouse in Manteca. And they host the annual Costa's Wild Game Feed. If you haven't been there, go. Catering to California's sportsmen. Manteca Trailer has over 400 RVs on sale. That's $15 million in inventory. And there's no better people anywhere. Great sales, great service. Online at Manteca Trailer. Dot com. Mantica. <laughs> 